0: Welcome to A Skin Depth combo. I'm Anna Kagaraikis. This is a show focused on educating and inspiring all those in the skincare and beauty industry. But it is also a show for those who are looking for ways to improve themselves from the inside out. Or maybe you're just looking for an entertaining show with some great conversation. Well, there'll be plenty of conversations here, especially because of our two expert hosts who are ready to share their knowledge and expertise with all of you. Part of the founders of Lyric Clinical, Metaxia Delicus and Francine Kagaraikis. Welcome back, ladies. Thank you, thank
1: you. Number two. Show number
0: two. We are
1: rolling. And we are so excited on number
0: two. We should be excited. It's a fun show. We're going to have lots of fun on this. Now, last show, we got to kick off the show, kick off a skin-depth convo by really getting to know you, your background in this industry. We also had a little champagne last time. Uh, to really celebrate the first episode today, I brought in something different. I brought in a little hard seltzer, a little tropical flavor. How do you like it? I got the
1: watermelon kiwi. Ooh, it's very and good. I'm already halfway done with pineapple. Good. <laughs> keep on, on drinking. An, and feeling very good. Oh, well, you should. You Are you treating it good. as a big gulp? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Doesn't matter. <laughs> Halfway done. Either way.
2: She's ready for the show.
0: She's ready. Well, you know what? It's funny because hard seltzer has actually become one of the more popular products now when it comes to you know alcohol drinks and everything. Actually, the wine industry has taken a little bit of a hit because of it, but it's been incredibly popular. What's actually really popular that we're going to be talking today in our roundtable discussion is anti-aging. It is one of the most popular topics... In skincare, we'll talk about that a little bit more. Plus, Metaxi and Francine will also answer your questions. If you have a question for them, send an email to skin depth convo at lyricclinical.com. That's skin depth convo at lyricclinical.com. If your question is featured on the show, you'll also receive a special gift from Lyra. That's got to be good enough to get you on onto the show here, right? Get excited. You hear your name. You hear your question. They'll answer it and get a little something from Lyra, right? We want them to
1: know that we appreciate all of their questions, and we're going to do our best to give them the best answers possible and some little bit of Lyra to go with it.
0: Now, but first coming up, we're also going to hit on the biggest news in the skincare industry. There's a new bill on the table that will affect skincare and how products are labeled. Is your product truly natural? we gonna find out a little bit more about that. Well,
2: it's about time. Yeah, I know. It's about time. There hasn't been any new bills or hasn't been anything to kind of focus on the way we regulate natural or organic. So it's about time. I think it's about 80 years. Yeah, it's Am about right? 80 years
0: right now. So we'll yeah. get into that in news next. But also, can simply breathing reverse the signs of aging? Well, breathing is so very, very important. It is one
1: part of anti-aging, but there's a lot more that we have to add to it, so... Go ahead and breathe, but at the same time, you need to put something on your face. All right. Well, hopefully, maybe we'll find out. It might be a little more simple than we thought after all, right? Well, <laughs> we'll breathe and find out. Yeah. Are
2: we going to use oxygen as one of our protocols now? Just well, we are it? experts on this. <laughs>
1: and as we have Why are some, you experts? Because we have some pulmonologists <laughs> that we deal with, and we deal with CPACs. So what I do have to say is, Metaxia, I think you have a couple of puffs oh. at night for some anti-aging. <laughs> and I am excited that I will have some puffs coming up myself. So oxygen is important, but it's only
0: one part. And we really are only talking about oxygen. That's literally what we're talking about is oxygen. That's <laughs> yeah, the that's only what puffs we're, <laughs> we're talking about at this moment. That's all this we're talking moment. about
2: inhaling at this time. <laughs> We've been doing anti-aging treatments without even knowing it.
0: <laughs> <Exactly>. yeah, adding <laughs> our oxygen
1: to our Lyra <laughs> skin care. Well, I do walk
0: around the block at lunchtime with you and we walk yeah. around to get that oxygen. So it is important. It is a great thing. And also, like I said, this is a show about getting you to be better from the inside out. So we'll get into the, more of that. Next in news, a lot's coming up on the show today, but first a word from Lyric Clinical.
3: Lyric Clinical takes today's skincare to the next level. Using cutting edge technology and the best high quality ingredients, Lyric gives you brighter, healthier, younger looking skin. With award-winning products, advanced education, and innovative skincare philosophies, Lyra Clinical is redefining aesthetics and offering superior products and treatments that produce remarkable results. It's beauty from the inside out. Be bright, be beautiful. Lyra Clinical.
0: All right, so let's get into a little bit of news going on in the skincare industry. So the first thing, there's a new cosmetic reform bill. So New York Representative Sean Patrick Maloney introduced the new landmark Natural Cosmetic Act, which would define the terms natural and naturally derived ingredient as they relate to personal care products. Now, there hasn't been any major federal update to the cosmetics regulation in over 80 years it seems absolutely ridiculous under the 1938 federal food drug and cosmetic act falsely labeling products as natural does not qualify as misbranding and the fda currently has almost no authority to take these products off the shelves now representative maloney said that right now the fda doesn't consider it misbranding for companies to label products as natural even if they contain toxins like coal uh, tar asbestos and other harmful chemicals that's just not right he says we're talking about safety and the health of americans now under this bill natural is defined in the bill as having at least 70 percent natural substances excluding water in order to use that term on labeling so that's not the case right now so first off What do you think of this Oh, let me jump in. I'm going to go go on this one. Go for
2: it. First of all, timing is everything. And there's so many new lines and so many lines, existing lines that are advertising natural, oh, natural. But, and you walk down a trade show and you literally see signs and pop-ups and, and trade show booths saying natural, 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 and they're green and they're showing all this nature type of scenes. And you really look at it and you're thinking, wait, it means something something special because you're trying to be more selective. And this this bill and what we're finding out with your news uh, piece here is that it's all baloney. Yeah, it's, it's marketing. It doesn't exist. It's marketing. So you're buying this product thinking that you're spending the quality uh, money that you worked really hard for, for a natural product. And it's not natural because it could be as Vestas tainted. Uh, I mean, think about that. Think about that. And so, and I could tell you looking after that bill, when you presented it to us, I looked around and I'm thinking, and I looked at a journal and there is still natural in so many lines, this natural word, this natural product, this natural delivery. Well, it's a nice way for people to
1: feel it's natural because there's no guidelines. Asbestos oh, is very natural. Did you know that? <laughs> uh, obviously. So it was a lot Tar. of other things. Tar is great. Sure. It'll help the dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem is most people are going for that healthy approach. And when they see natural, they feel it's a good product line, but they need to do homework and find it is not. And there's no, there are no guidelines whatsoever in the skincare market for natural. So when people see natural, understand they could write whatever they want. It is a marketing idea. You need more transparency, p- basically. Much more transparency. I
2: think this should be a shout out, and I think this podcast is a great forum that people should realize they should check with this bill. Be sure it passed, mm-hmm. That actually talk to their talk the to your senators. senators. It's important because it's, your clients uh, yeah. need to know this, especially we're in the, in the skincare industry, and and you know, and an esthetician telling her client that this is the natural does not mean really what it's supposed to mean that there's a bill it's
0: going to change the industry it's about time 80 years is a long time to wait for something to be labeled properly i mean when you talk about cosmetics you're talking about not just obviously the stuff you put on your face you're talking also about shampoo lotion deodorant hair dye nail polish shaving cream all kinds of personal care products but you're talking about right now obviously you've been in the skincare industry you work with products what's been you know seeing other companies What's been kind of the most um, the most interesting ingredient that you've seen that's been considered natural?
1: Well, our mastic is natural, but that's us. And we happen to favor our mestija because it does come from an island in Hios, which is a resin from a tree, but that's for another podcast. Oh, that's actually earlier. for a little later in the show. That's right. Yeah, but but she's
2: bringing up a good point. When we say... Mastika, it is natural. We mm-hmm. have documentation to support that. There, There is some testing that we have to do. So, you know, there is... And a
1: PDO, which P- is a product of Destination Origin. We have all these documentations, but we... Certificate of Origin. Yeah, certificate of Origin. We also have the PDO, which is from Europe. The difference here is we don't go out there and say it's natural because it doesn't mean anything. So
0: our marketing doesn't have to have a green poster that says natural all over it. Mm-mm. Okay, so now, so for consumers, say like for me, if I'm gonna go get my my skin done, is there something I should ask my esthetician? Maybe like, you know, hey, how do I know if this says, you know, this says it's natural? Is there something I should ask? I would
2: ask the esthetician. What de- what definition do you give for a natural product okay. or a natural ingredient? And then be aware that she's not gonna know because I could be honest with you, I didn't know about this bill until you brought it to my attention. So if I didn't know. I'm pretty sure most of the consumers. So being aware of this and mm-hmm. having it change is the best thing because eventually things will get corrected and the bill will pass and then natural will have more of a better meaning to it. But you it know, it means something at this point
1: yeah. because the esthetician, he or she, what they can do is pull out a brochure yeah. and what they'll do is they'll show you certain ingredients that are in a product and they say, oh, it's a natural ingredient. Many lines use botanicals. We use botanicals in our products. We love them, but there's certain things that you have to put in there to be active so again, the esthetician, all they have in their hands is what they are told. So at this point, letting them understand that the bill needs to pass and we need to get behind it and mm-hmm. make sure it passes, products will only get better for doing this.
0: So the other thing I'm also reading here is to maintain accountability, the bill will require suppliers to conduct carbon-14 testing, which they must submit to manufacturers. The bill would also give the FDA authority to issue a cease-in distribution order Public notice on the FDA website and voluntary recall authority of any product deemed misbranded under this act. So, lots of work. We're going to be keeping everybody on tabs on what's going on with this as it goes on, obviously, as this bill continues forward. Uh, but, a lot of hot button words that you think of. You think of things like gluten free, organic. Those are hot, hot button words that you see everywhere. Am I correct? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> and we need
1: to do a podcast on gluten free eventually, too. Really? Okay. Oh,
0: yes. Do you know what is natural? Air. Let's take a breath, everyone, all together.
2: Breathe in. Breathe in. And slowly yeah. breathe, breathe out. out. I like this. I'm yes.
0: already, right now. All right. So, the reason I'm asking this, or I'm telling you to breathe, oxygen is obviously very important to the body in numerous ways, but an innovative Germany based company called Energy has revolutionized oxygen delivery and treatment with the creation of its energy machines. How it works? Well, users will inhale air treated and spiralized by the machines for 21 minutes. That air is then ingested, which makes it easier for cells to effectively use oxygen without creating any harmful oxidizing effects. Improved use of oxygen would actually promote mitochondrial cell activity and communication, which regulates metabolism and releases new energy vital for healing. Air Energy uses a patented system based on methods from photosynthesis, special light waves, and catalysts. Now, the FDA has approved Air Energy machines as medical devices, but high-end spas across Europe are now integrating these machines into their menus under Air Energy Force breathing stations. And some researchers say it may be possible to reverse aging and illness by returning the patient to a more aerobic, oxygenated state with healthy circulation. Very interesting machine. Is this something that actually could work absolutely yes
1: we have been always advocates for telling people that they need to walk more do more because the oxygen on the skin comes from within the body so when you're breathing in you're going to be able to oxygenate the body those red blood cells go to the surface and at this point you oxygenate your skin better healing the skin looks better very very important this also teaches people to know how to breathe and it also if there's a force sent to it as you said calming very very important to know that we have to calm down allow the body to work as it needs to work and not be as stressed out as we all are
2: well oxygen plays an important role with your mind and your organs Mm -hmm. so taking deep breaths you know if you're going into a panic mode and they say stop breathe breathe kind of reassure your organs and your your it's under control but oxygen plays an important role internally the problem is is that In aesthetics, there's a lot of companies that are selling these oxygen machines. And this is only my opinion Mm -hmm. that they actually spray oxygen on the skin, which to me doesn't make that much sense because oxygen raises, raises to the uh, surface. It grows up. It doesn't sit on the surface. And the skin only takes in so much oxygen. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, literally if you could breathe through your skin, we would be, you know, we would drown under the water. I mean, there's so many different factors, but working with a lot of pulmonologists, I could tell you that breathing is really one of the vital, vital part of our functions life and And taking fresh forest air in makes a lot of sense because if you've ever taken a nice walk and have taken deep breaths, Mm -hmm. you notice you feel better. Actually, that's, it's a really reassuring to your internal organs. So I think it's a positive thing. I'm glad to see that.
1: And I think when people are having treatments, we do have to remind them about breathing and the room. This is why a lot of um, estheticians actually use essential oils in their rooms because it also gives the atmosphere of breathing, Mm -hmm. you know, Feeling good, having that atmosphere correct where you s- slow down, breathe deeply, oxygenate.
0: So it all sounds like also kind of that fresh air, and that's something that I take also from this forest breathing stations. They're talking about photosynthesis and it's yeah. breathing that fresh air rather than you know, I mean I, no matter what people think there it is a different type of air outside with it, with pollutants out there whether it's cars or whatnot. <laughs> There's, is there something also to be considered when well, it comes to that that type of air? You make sense because if the body doesn't
2: have enough oxygen, you see it the first signs in the skin. Mm-hmm. You see that gray, mm-hmm. that dullness come into the skin. So it makes sense that the skin is also giving you signs that there's not enough oxygen internally. So I believe oxygen is really vital to um, all of our functions and skin is one of them. Well, I remember visiting uh, Breckenridge. We were mm-hmm. visiting Brenda, one of our partners.
1: And there was an oxygen station because when people are out there and they're oxygen. having a drink and all that, there's an oxygen bar and you go there and you just stop and breathe and you feel better.
0: Yeah. I and mean, you, that makes complete sense. When you're drinking alcohol, obviously your you're, elevation, yeah, we the elevation in the is going to affect you faster.
1: Absolutely. So I sat there. And I had some oxygen. and felt a lot better. So are you that- sure, it was just oxygen. <laughs> yeah, I had right? oxygen, and it felt very.
2: What else nice. are you breathing? Yes, what else you breathing? We'll and <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that yeah, another time.
1: We'll get to that. That's a future time. episode too. And looking forward to that one. <laughs> Absolutely, but so yes, it is very very important, and I am very happy to see we're incorporating it because I'm a big advocate for the skin starts inside out breathing eating well, drinking water, and the way you think makes a difference on your skin. When you're happy, your skin's happy. When you're down, your skin is down. So it makes a huge difference. And what we like to say in a lot of our classes, when you're in love, you don't need any makeup. You don't need any skin care because you're just glowing. It is part of this. So positive thoughts, positive cells beautiful skin
2: well they said that the epidermis well the skin is an organ mm-hmm. and sometimes we don't even respect it as an organ we think it's just a layer but it has functions and it has the sensors and it you touch and you feel and there's a change so the motions also are, are shown in your skin when you're really happy or really sad you've ever been really depressed mm-hmm. your skin has that look you you look different and when you're happy totally different glow so there's a natural glow we could make a glow with Lyra, but there is definitely a benefit um, as far as understanding your skin as an organ, not just
1: a layer. But the nice part about it is adding in that type of um, the breathing of the forest air into the treatment I think would benefit too. I think when we're able to give them that glow on the outside, that'll also make them feel good on the inside.
0: Yeah. You know what makes me glow, ladies? Doing this podcast with you. Before we get to our roundtable discussion on anti-aging, how about a word from Lara Clinical? This podcast is brought to you by Lyra Clinical
3: and the award-winning Mystique Illuminating Beauty Oil. Mystique Beauty Oil's amazing skin-friendly hydration delivers potent antioxidants and anti-inflammatories with Lyra Clinical's exclusive MassTech brightening technology. This luxury oil blend is infused with vitamin C for a clean, dry finish on the skin use by itself or add to your favorite hydrator beauty oil delivers your glow and go look contact your local lira retailer for additional information at liraclinical.com
0: All right, so over the podcast, we're going to go more in-depth on different treatments and products that are best for anti-aging. But today is more of a broad look and introductory to the ways people will try to give themselves a more youthful appearance. And we've already talked about beauty from the inside out, what you need to do so far to help your skin. But let's talk about first anti-aging. When you first think of the words anti-aging, what does it mean to you?
1: Anti-age is a word I really don't like because anti means against age. We're not against age. It's about aging with beauty and not gracefully with beauty. We're able to do it. We are able to do it internally with all the healthy lifestyles that we talk about, but we're also able to do it with products and treatments. Exfoliation is huge because we at Lyra actually follow the way the skin works. Mm -hmm. Up to the age of 25, the skin naturally exfoliates about every 28 to 30 days. But as we age, this process slows down. So this is where the professional comes in and does what nature used to do. We get in there and we exfoliate the skin as needed. So this is where we found peels were so very, very important. So we don't deal with anti-age. We're dealing with aging with
2: beauty. Well, for me, anti-age means against age, but how do you visually see aging in someone's skin and it would be from dehydration from pigmentation from wrinkles the glow the missing of the glow of someone's face so anti-age to me means avoiding all those signs so when you look at the skin it doesn't give you signs of the aging process that happens and with today's technology, it really has changed because we have the ability to kind of slow it down. But it's not about photo damage. It's not about going out in the sun and, sh- and drying up as you get older and have pigment coming to the surface. It's really the stress levels that we have to consider, the environmental issues, because it's not just going out in the sun anymore. I mean, we're around blue lights with computers. So really is understanding that you can keep the skin healthier with proper hydration, keep the melanocytes from coming up to the surface and kind of protecting the epidermis, you could actually slow it down to the point that you have a, a glow and a youthful appearance at any age.
1: We have found science
2: is also showing us that we
1: can help our DNA. There are certain things we cannot change, but there are certain things we can change. So all of this is really about healthy lifestyle and healthy skin care. And this is where skin care is changing nowadays because people are able to understand all of this.
2: The factors, the factors of aging. And I think, you know, little things like commuting, you know, you're in a car while you're sitting on one side. A lot of times you see a lot of, there's some pictures or some cool pictures that I've seen that they have more aging on one side of the face versus the other because it's more exposed. There are certain signs, there's certain things that estheticians and in this industry, we could teach people to avoid that. Cleansing your face at night. Some people take it for granted, but it does. Little things that I think it's so important that your esthetician can help you maintain that youthful appearance as long as possible
0: so even stuff like ma- you know falling asleep with your makeup on that's got to be terrible for your oh skin. oh my god that's terrible <laughs> I, mean, I mean i've done it before look i've, I've done, done it, it too and I'll you know what too. we've
1: done when we do that we get up in the morning we use the strongest exfoliating product <laughs> we have to clean out that follicle because what happens is the more debris that stays in the follicle the larger your pores become so this is where it becomes very important to remember to cleanse your skin every night Put in all the nutrients that they need. Hydrate, as Metaxia is talking about. Use antioxidants to take care of those free radicals. There's a huge difference when you do that. It is a system that you need to follow, and you're going to see results.
2: Well, the skin repairs itself at night. Okay. So if you notice, if you don't get enough sleep, it shows signs on your skin, mm-hmm. in your face. I've seen this to train
1: all the time. <laughs> the time it repairs is between 10 and 2... At night, we used to talk about that. That was the nightclub time, yeah. the best time. So every so often, don't go to the nightclubs. Go home and do a nice treatment on your skin. Go to sleep. That's not possible. <laughs> That's not possible.
0: What's <laughs> in a blue moon, it's okay. Uh, you know, I'm just I'm, saying. But yes, you know, sometimes you got to go taps. out. Sometimes, yeah, I get the idea. It's rest. Hands on the
2: computer at 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. Yes, research. I am. I so I she's not doing her beauty sleep.
0: No, she puts a product on while she's doing the research. Absolutely. There There we go. That's the key to it. So there's all these external factors and also the internal factors with, you know, obviously how you, you know, stress and what you eat and drink and staying hydrated. But is there a point that your skin naturally also just starts to change?
1: Yes. As you get older, your skin is drier than before. So this is where we have to jump in and make sure we get the right hydration on certain people. A lot of people... How about your 25-year-old? You always talk about that in classes. When do we start slowing down exfoliation? 25, that's the number we said earlier. This is where it begins to slow down. And this is where you start introducing exfoliating treatments and you're introducing all of your antioxidants and your anti-inflammatories. And of course, SPF and EPF, which is environmental protection factors. So we're dealing with all the extrinsic factors that are out there. And this way, we make sure that your skin
2: you age with beauty. And the one thing I have to add to that is that you just don't treat your skin from the chin up. You should treat your neck, Mm -hmm. decollete, your hands, because when you're looking at signs of aging, you're going to look at the body as a whole and you'll notice your neck, your decollete, your arms. So when you're wearing SPF and you're protecting your skin or you want to keep that youthful appearance, it really is going past the jawline and working on areas that are more exposed to the sun.
1: And a lot of times your uh, professionals, what they do is they extend their professional treatments down the neck and the decollete Mm -hmm. because as Metaxia is saying, you want to make sure the skin looks even, it looks hydrated and bright.
0: Okay. Now I know that in this market, there are tons and tons and tons of treatments and things you can do for, you know, for the anti-aging effects. I know we're talking about all the stuff internally and everything, but- when let's talk about treatments themselves, kind of a broad view, obviously, we'll go more in depth on specific ones later on in the show. But what have you seen on a broader base? Like what works? And what's something that maybe a lot of people don't actually know about?
2: For me, for what works is literally what the skin needs. So each person has a totally different requirement or need. And I think that you might have a 20 year old that has more needs than a 40 year old. And there is Botox and dermal fillers out there. So sometimes you could look at a 40-year-old and they look like they're a 20-year-old. So really determine what that person needs. And the key thing is prevention. You really yeah. have to be aware that avoid a condition. Yeah. So wearing SPF at a younger age. I mean, I have my grandkids. We never put sun protection on our kids when they were growing up. Now we are running around trying to protect their skin. So it's changed. So prevention number one, and really determine what the person needs. It's a it's more of a personalized type of choice that an esthetician will do which is really important. It's not for the masses. I'm not going to put a YouTube and this is what you do. You really have to consider what kind of prescriptions they're all, they're taking, what kind of lifestyle they have. These are all factors that will kind of weigh in to decide what kind of treatment they're going to get and what kind of home care they're going to have to support that.
1: And prevention is the big one because you're going to see, you have young people, you have young surfers out there and they might have some wrinkles on their forehead due to the sun, but their skin's not sagging. So those wrinkles don't look bad on them. Mm-hmm. They just look cute with a you know, couple of lines, maybe laugh lines or little smile lines, smile lines or what do they call them? Impression lines. Are oh, you looking the at
2: forehead. their body or their face?
1: Well, both. Mm. And so what's happening <laughs> is when you're looking at them, they don't look bad because there's no sagging going on. But you take those same wrinkles and you put them on somebody who's older, who has saggy skin because the elastin has broken down the collagen, elastin in the skin have broken down. Now they look older. They're not cute anymore. So this is where we have to deal with all of these treatments as we're doing is to make sure that we're jumpstarting collagen and elastin and hydration. And we're dealing with uh, free radical damage and putting in all these antioxidants because we're dealing with it through prevention. So we don't get to the point where the skin is sagging. Speaking of prevention,
0: one of the things I've seen is straws. Does that actually cause wrinkles when you use a straw? When you use that
2: muscle. Yes, I, it I've does. Seen it. Smokers, smokers, sorry, smokers and, and straws. straws.
1: Yes, and people use more and more. Well, now actually they're using less they're using because it's not as available because of the plastic. And we're using more of the paper straws that they're using. But yes, it is a factor in lines and so yes people do have to worry about it
0: i used to think at first like oh you know i'll use a straw because that that way my teeth don't get yellow from Mm -hmm. drinking coffee so it would better for my teeth but then i'm thinking okay it's a lot easier to whiten your teeth than worry about getting the wrinkles on your face off
1: well vaping is another one then because obviously the same idea as smoking so yes those do cause lines and what you need to do with that is make sure that you are getting treatments to deal with that in that area you're going to have to make sure to target that as metaxia is talking about what the skin needs that type of person is going to need more treatments focusing on that area
2: and what's really cool is that you customize even the face you don't some areas might like for example above the lip mm-hmm. if you are using straws you might need more of a treatment there or more of specialty uh, ingredient that's going to help it there your eyes for some people a to squint with their eyes and sometimes mm-hmm. they have more of the lines or their forehead lines so really if you get a good esthetician and she knows what she's doing. She's going to customize her, your home care to so, to take care of that targeted area that you're concerned about. Right.
1: Okay. And we also have products that plump up the area. Mm-hmm. So once as Metaxia is talking about he or she, the esthetician, will go ahead and do the right exfoliation, but then use product on the after side that plumps up that area. And so that line is not visible at that point.
2: I really think that the industry is changing where we have ladies and men, both as estheticians, which is really cool. And we have ladies and men, both as clients. It's changing. Yes. It um, is. So I think that it's, what's really cool about it is it's not just a woman's. Type of treatment or a woman's type of service, we're doing it all over the place, and I'm really happy to see that. I mean, we have some beautiful uh, results from men who are doing, who are estheticians who are doing really well,
1: which have also helped us in the industry because in 2013 when we started introducing products, there was one product, the Pro Firming Serum, that was in a jar. It was a beautiful serum, but the guys loved it, and the guys came to us and they said. Listen, it looks too feminine. We want it in a different container. We put it in a airless package and it's, again, a little more universal, unisex. So do we do hear everyone. We do listen to our... Wonderful, wonderful clients, and they help us quite a bit.
0: I mean, look at the men and how it's changing right now. I just told you this earlier. Uh, the future market insights actually anticipates men's skincare market will actually reach ten billion dollars mm-hmm. and will have a double-digit compound annual growth rate through 2029. So you see more men also being aware of taking care of their skin. Something that almost didn't seem it—it it was not masculine it's enough taboo. when you're younger. Yeah. So well, now he's are seeing it more. Having three sons
2: and when I first started doing this, it looked at me like, Okay, it's it's a girl's thing, it's a woman's thing. And they're wearing sun protection and they're mm-hmm. wearing uh lira products it has changed and, and i'm really proud for that because i think awareness of you know anti-aging like you like the word said or slowing down the aging process it starts for all of us well right. my son allows use biohydra c
1: serum so we even went to from uh protection to mm-hmm. biohydra c serum
0: there we go stay okay. hydrated yeah <laughs> stay hydrated that's the key when it comes down to anti-aging one of the biggest things i obviously got from today is definitely hydration and uh, exfoliation huge things but lots of things we're gonna get into more about different anti-aging treatments and different things you can do for your skin throughout this podcast so we're gonna get into that a little bit more but coming up next we do have some questions from the audience some wonderful people have already reached out very excited about this podcast so we're gonna to get to those questions but first friend we have a lure product that you want to talk about today the mystique beauty oil can you tell us a little bit about it yes it's a very unique product we're very proud of it as metaxa
1: was saying a little earlier uh she was actually talking about how oils were very scary when they first came in the market and we were very nervous about introducing it ourselves but by balancing hydrating oils with dry oils made a huge difference where we're able to protect the skin with something that the skin can identify and the oil actually mimics the skin's sebum, so it is a great protection layer in the skin.
2: Well, you know, we were doing case studies and, and trials on acneic skin, and I have to tell you, putting an oil on someone that is already oily didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But it, we've proven that you the skin needs the sebum, which is really important to kind of coat the skin and heal it. But I could tell you the uniqueness of the beauty oils, they're a bit more popular in the market right now, but I think what makes us different and stand alone is that mystique that mastic gum that we put in it, that oil that comes from a resin of a tree. There's no other company that I know of that is offering that. And I think that's that special little kick gift it. kick mm-hmm. or gift. I mean it reduces the pore size, but it has a brightening factor. It has so many different factors. And we're taking it from a source that's very unique. So a lot of these oils that you see on the market don't have that special ingredient and i think we're very fortunate Lyra, to have that uh, that mastic gum in that product that gives you that unique um, combination plus i find it's really good for your eyes and your eyelashes Most oils don't even go around the eye area, just Mm -hmm. around the, the orbital area of the eye, but ours is unique. And I think that's why it's one of our top sellers. It is. Internationally, it's phenomenal. And I could tell you that international exposure has also made Lira more popular in the market. But Mastija oil
1: is a very, very dry oil. It was used for medicinal purposes thousands of years ago and it's anti-inflammatory. It actually helps with pigment at the same time, so oh, which is very, very unique because we deal with brightening the skin quite a bit. But we also have another little key ingredient in there that's just called hemp seed oil. And those are two drying oils that help balance it. So this is where people don't have to be afraid about using an oil on their skin because it balances your skin. And that's what most people are looking for, a product that helps balance and protect their skin and not make it, not make the skin feel oily but yet hydrated
0: so here's one i use the product i'm going to tell you and i'm not just saying it because i'm in front of you i love it i absolutely love this oil and i have noticed a difference in my skin when i don't use it it's like oh wow i I feel a big difference in my skin and how it feels it feels definitely more hydrated i have very dry skin i have very very naturally dry skin um but with such a unique product how did you actually find out about such a you know such a rare ingredient
1: well, oh, I'm a taxic, we tell you that <laughs> one. This is when she was in Greece, when you were baptizing Two, your oldest grandson.
2: 2011, we were in Greece baptizing our oldest grandson and our uncle, who's a plastic surgeon there. Dr. Kokalis, he um, brought this to our attention and told us to kind of do a lot of research on it. And he said that it would be a Well, really actually, good... he gave you alcohol.
1: Yeah. Which was, <laughs> and Metaxa does not always like fun. drinking too much alcohol, but he gave you what, little Skinos, Mestija liqueur? Yeah.
2: Well, if you if you look at the Skinos bottle that we do in all our classes, we pass it out in all our classes, basically the word Skinos is Skin-O-S. And if you know any Greek names, they always have an I-S-O-S-E-S in the end. So it says skin which caught my attention OS. So there was a little after-dinner uh, liqueur. liqueur that he gave, and when it went down... Um, he says, I want you to really pay attention. And, and when it went down, it felt good. It mm-hmm. felt like it was kind of reassuring and it's really good for your uh, digestive system, system. It's fantastic. for that. And so we did the research and the more we did the research, the more we felt, God, that's such a unique ingredient and it made more sense. And there is clinical studies that are supporting a lot of stuff that we're saying. And when we came back, what happened is we started the
1: research and what we found is they're using uh, mastic gum in liquid sutures. And this ah. is great. So it's anti-inflammatory, anti-fungal, great for post-trauma scar- scar- all reduction, all of this. And then we also found that, again, it's for H. pylori. And then we're finding more and more research because we do get our masticha in from the island of Hios in Greece and the masticha growers from Hios. And we're very proud to say that we have actually trademarked it because we actually use it in four different forms. We use it in our oil, which is very powerful, with terpenes, which we'll be talking about in a little while. Very, very powerful healing terpenes. We also get it in a granular form, so we put it in our mask, so you're able to massage it into the skin and allow the mystica to penetrate through this into the skin. We also use it in an extract and also freeze-dried, so we're very proud to say that we're using all different forms, so we're able to deliver... Lyra products with a unique mastica touch
0: that is a really interesting product. I will have to get into more into all these ingredients I know ingredients are a very important thing to you, Fran, especially to both of you honestly, but I know you, you like to talk about that a lot, but before we go, we do have some questions from. Uh, your listeners here so we have a lot of people who are very very excited for us up about this podcast um, and we did tweet it out and also post it on instagram at lyric clinical make sure you check it out a skin depth convo give us your questions the ladies will answer and if we talk about your question on here if we use it then you will get a special gift from Lyra. so remember use the hashtag hashtag skin depth convo or hashtag ask Lyra. So the first question that we have is from T. Lynn Beauty Academy. And she asks, what are new guidelines or recommendations for skin care in skin of color? And how are your products addressing the needs? Global skin is underrepresented in skincare conversations. Thank you.
2: Well, I can tell you, um, Lyra does focus on global skin, starting internationally, going over and, and talking to many different skin, many different skin types skin and types. Fitzpatrick's. We all are becoming one. If you mm-hmm. notice that we're all kind of blending or ethnicities are blending. So it really is a Fitzpatrick four or five that we have to be more, the most aware of. And Lyra does focus on that. It's the proper exfoliation, not taking too much skin off and and the proper hydration. So there's a little bit more oils on darker skin tones. So we are adjusting that with our Lyra products so we could treat all skin types.
1: That was our focus in the beginning. After the peels were from 2010 and 2013, we launched all of our products. And one of our first marketing pieces was a map because we believed very strongly in global skin. And as Metaxia is saying, we have found that even though in our classes we do talk about Fitzpatrick and GloGals and Lyra's GPS system, we also found most people fall within the four to five Fitzpatrick typing. So we are dealing with a lot more melanin in the skin. So this is where we have learned to do a Lyra conditioning of the skin, and we have always trained that you have to use melanin suppressants, and we have to use exfoliating products prior to doing peels, but this is where Lyra also adds in hydration and all the powerful antioxidants and anti-inflammatories, so when you're conditioning the skin, you actually skin can tolerate, including global skin can tolerate the Lyra peels.
2: Well, global, the darker the skin tones, the more activity the melanocytes have, the Mm -hmm. more to the surface they are. So the fact that we're aware of that and how the melanocytes work is really key to addressing you know, Mm -hmm. all the skin types.
0: Okay. Again, so T. Lynn Beauty Academy, thank you for your question. That's from uh, Radford, Virginia. The next question comes from Sarah Tsukalas, uh, Tsukalas from the Sweet Salon and Spa in Arlington, Washington. And Sarah says, I would love a podcast. You got it, Sarah. One question I have is the best protocols or or continue treatments for a person who has acne, but is allergic to salicylic acid.
2: I have to tell you, I think the, the mystique, the polisher is really, really key. I think using the oil, believe it or not, um, when you have acneic type of skin, it's dry and oily at the same time. So putting a balance back into the skin, mm-hmm. I think the refining mask is incredible. So somebody that has acne um, and you want to dry it up or address it or brighten up the skin, I think our refining mass is unique.
1: And what acne is, is actually a disease and it depends on what level. There's four different grades. Some people say six different grades, but what we're looking at is actually exfoliating in the follicle. So what we need to do is use products. They get in there and clean out the follicle for the client. So salicylic work great for that. But as you said, a lot of people are allergic to salicylic, just like it is in aspirin because salicylic comes from that. Hmm. So what we do need to do is use products that exfoliate the follicle, such as retinol. Our Pro-C4 is great because it gets in there and cleans out the follicle. The biggest problem we have is people with acne keep using products that keep stripping the mm-hmm. skin and making it even more imbalanced. And what happens at that point, the skin fights back and produces double the amount of oil that it had before. And so they keep stripping and the oil and more and more oil keeps coming up to the surface. So you do need to know how to balance the skin and exfoliate it at the same time. So this is where our ice line is very unique because our ice line actually helps control the inflammation and actually puts in hydration as it exfoliates the follicle. A
2: quick tip is using the refining mask with the polisher together. Mm -hmm. It's such a cool combination. Okay. You know, that would be a really cool combination. The Vitabrite with the Vitabrite Peel with the green power combination is really, really good. And the
1: green power with that green herb is another Lyra gold mine, as yeah. we like to say, because you could do so much with it and that green herb, which is the green power, gets in there and helps that follicle. The same idea. Opens it up and cleans yeah, it It Cleans it out. So what you need to remember is we have many different products and ingredients that help clean out the follicle and balance the skin.
2: Well, put a shout out to Sarah. I met Sarah. We went to Washington and we did a um, class with Amy. Yes. In I Indiana. remember her very, very well. And Sarah came to our class and she was just kind of getting information. She was really opened and we were really honored that she showed, but we're really, again, very thankful that she's Continuing using Lyra. Good esthetician. We've heard God, a lot of good things about her.
0: All right. And our last question of the day is from Susie French, an MS CRNP from the Helios Laser Center in Washington, D.C. And Susie asks about melasma in darker fitzes.
2: Well, melasma is a chronic. Condition. It doesn't go away. It just sits, it comes to the surface and usually is really persistent on the surface and on darker skin tones is more prevalent because of the melanocyte activity. But I could tell you is that slowly you can actually reduce it where it kind of gets lays down on the basal layer. So you really have to be careful not to be too aggressive with it mm-hmm. because aggressive treatments will cause it to be more persistent and more angry. So I think you really slowly doing progressive treatments not aggressive treatments would probably be a good step for me i would do that and then doing combination treatments for example not doing the same treatment over and over again so it would be our lactic treatment it would be our vitabrite it would be just different treatments on a series that will help reduce it and kind of reduce that that right change it up a bit change it up Um, I'm somebody
1: who suffers from melasma. I had melasma with my second daughter. I was about 27 and I had to deal with it at that time. As Metaxia said, it's something that stays with you. It does not go away. So the key word I like to say is manage it. So what I need to do is manage my pigment. This is why when we do treatments, I have to be much more cautious because I don't want to trigger that melanin to come back up. I've done laser treatments to try to reduce a lot of my uh, melasma. And it actually aggravated my melanocytes. And at that point, I had to deal with trauma pigment. So this is where you have to make sure you're skin friendly. You get in there. You manage it. You manage it with skin brighteners. You manage it with product. And then you do treatments. Just be cautious not to trigger it and make it worse. But in the rest of your life, you're going to manage it because there's cell memory and it's there in the skin. And what our key thing is
2: to do is keep it at bay, keep it controlled, and keep it happy. Really, once you start to see a little correction, Mm -hmm. that means it's a start, kind of move in motion, keeping it in motion. Once it feels reassured and there's enough hydration, enough SPF and sun protection for it, it starts to relax and starts to relax. But you need that ongoing treatment to keep it getting lighter and lighter slowly. 100% improvement, is really hard to do. And that's a false promise that people say out there, oh, I could get rid of your melasma. It really is rooted. Well, that's important
1: what you say, because people walk in to a clinic and they say, okay, how do I get rid of this? They want one treatment and one product to go home with. And this is where the professional, it's very important to educate them. Just like they went to many, many classes, they've taken many courses Mm -hmm. and they keep learning about how products work and how treatments work. This is where the professional needs to explain what they need to do and how to manage it as a lifestyle not a one-time service and one product it doesn't work that way it's a lifestyle to manage melasma and pigment
0: all right thank you again to everyone who sent in their questions you will receive a special gift from lear clinical and we received already tons of great questions from all over the world already so please keep sending them in you can email your questions too. Skin depth convo at lyric clinical.com that's skin depth convo at lyric thank you all for listening to the podcast make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast because when you subscribe you'll know when the latest episode drops and there's a lot to look forward to this year so thank you again to metaxi and francine you guys are wonderful and thank you all for listening Talk cheers. To you
3: cheers cheers cheers